You're listening to the Gratitude Podcast, episode 86. I was a menace for my mom. I was arrested at the age of 13. I got arrested for breaking and entering, loitering, trespassing, and vandalism. And I remember growing up feeling as if I did something wrong. I felt as if I was unwanted. And it was a very challenging time in my life. But again, with my faith, my mom being the mom that she is, I was able to turn things around. She was able to keep me grounded and work with me to shift my life around. But the moment of gratitude was when I was taking care of my dad and I was washing his back. And I remember growing up thinking he turned his back on me. He turned his back on me. And 18 years later, I'm washing the man's back that I felt turned his back on me. And in that moment, I did have um, some resentment because it was kind of hard for me, but I forgave him. And just being grateful that I still have a dad, that we were able to reconnect, that he was open to be, you know, be willing to communicate with me again. It's like, I spent a lot of my years not being grateful for the fact that I had a dad. And in that moment when I was washing his back is when I really had just this feeling of gratitude. Like there are people that don't have a dad right now. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. With me today, I have Nathan Hook. He's the president of Inspiring Inspirations and the successboard.com. His mission is to empower people to unleash the power within them. But I will let him let you know more about what he's doing and uh, what he's passionate about. Nathan, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. Thank you, George, and I truly appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be a guest on your channel. And what I do, I help people accomplish their dreams and passions with purpose in life through inspirational speaking. And I also help people accomplish any goal that they may want to pursue in life through the success board that I created. Wonderful, wonderful. So let us know a little bit about yourself. I know that you have uh, an interesting story that I believe that can be really inspiring for a lot of our listeners. Absolutely. So in terms of my story, how I became an inspirational speaker, or where I really got the passion of becoming an inspirational speaker was almost six years ago when I was in the hospital visiting my dad, who was terminally ill with cancer. And I remember I went to go see him after work. And after being in the hospital for about two hours or so, I remember telling my dad, hey, dad, I need to go downstairs to get something to eat because I'm hungry. Did you need anything? And my dad looked at me helplessly and he said, yes, I need more time. 
And when he said that to me, it just hit me right in the heart. And that moment, that 20-second clip has been imprinted on my heart. And that has been the driving force on my passion to help people to be aware, being present, to wanting to die empty. Because I don't want people like my dad wanting more time. So that's where I got the confidence, the will to want to help people accomplish their dreams and goals in life because at the end of the day, we should all die empty. So for example, Georgian, you're doing something that you're passionately in love with. I can tell I've listened to almost six podcasts in the last two days. Thank you. I can just tell the passion that you have of wanting to help people. So I want people to find out what their passion is in life and pursue it because we only get one life to live. And once it's over, it's, it's over. So I believe that we're all put here to do something that's meaningful to help others. I'm a firm believer that God gave us two hands for a reason, one to give and one to receive. So that's where everything started initially. I've, I've done inspirational speaking before, but I didn't have the passion that I have today. And it was based on that one experience that I had in the hospital with my dad. This is really powerful. And I believe that it's a really important reminder for us all to to understand that some people wish and only can only dream about having the time that we have and being able to do all of the things that we are doing, right? Absolutely. And uh, I know that you, you've you been working with um, people that are uh, struggling with cancer. Um, and I believe that you can see that uh, they're more more prominently than than anywhere else right absolutely do you have any kind of stories uh, from from the people that you've helped there yes absolutely so i'm a volunteer for the american cancer society i participate in their road to recovery program so this is a program that allows volunteers like myself to pick cancer patients up to take them to and from their chemo or radiation treatments. And that's something that I started doing once I became a full-time speaker. And I also did that because I remember me taking my dad to his treatments when he was going through um, chemo and radiation. So I remember leaving work and taking him. And I realized that there are a lot of people that aren't able to get to the treatment centers. So they aren't able to get the treatment that they need. And from that experience, I've actually shared this with my wife, that I find that one of the most fulfilling things that I do, I mean, just the fact that I'm helping someone out, helping someone out, um, the fact that I know that I'm helping sustain life for someone and helping them maintain life, and not only that, but actually get a cure in terms of being, not a cure, but overcoming cancer so they can have more time. Because again, to me, time is the most precious asset in life, while other people look at Money is the most profitable one. I'm more focused on the most precious one, and that's time. And it just makes me feel so grateful to help other people because from my observation, I realized that a lot of people put value on things that they buy, what they spend money on, and very little value on the things that are free. 
such as their health, their family, their loved ones, helping someone else out. So that experience is just doing more of what I love. And I believe that we should invest time doing what we love. A lot of times we do things that we don't love and we do the things that we love as as convenience versus doing it something with passion and, and trying to do it as much as possible. Definitely. The fact that we have passion for something inspired inspires others to have passions of their own and to express those passions. And I think this is really important for us all. And um, gratefulness comes much easier when we get to do what we are passionate about and what we really believe in. But uh, getting back to, to actually uh, talking about gratitude, what does gratitude mean for you personally? Yeah, thank you. That was a, a good question. So gratitude to me is being present, being in the moment. Gratitude is being appreciative of just being able to breathe air, to be able to have your health, to be able to walk. Gratitude is being focused on the now and not being so focused on what may have happened in the past or what's going on in the future, but being in the present moment. Because I'm always thinking about that. Somebody today is going to find out that they're diagnosed with a terminally ill disease. Some wife is going to get a phone call that her husband was in, a, in the hospital. So gratitude to me is just being conscious of us having health and being able to be who we are in this moment, because we, we never know when our time is going to expire. And we just want to be in a state where we're always inspiring other people, because this allows us to leave our mark on the world. I talk about in my seminars that I want to live forever, and I know it's not possible in the physical, but I believe that we all have a chance of living forever through influence by helping other people. That's something that will be passed on from generation to generation, whether it's Martin Luther King, whether it's Mother Teresa, whether it's Gandhi. This is examples of what others have done in their lifetime by helping others and giving them the chance to live forever. So To me, gratitude is strictly about being present and helping others as much as you can. Because again, at the end of the, at the end of the day, it's about the impact that you make on other people's lives. I love it. I think that doing work that uh, is helpful for other people, especially uh, the kind of work that you are doing uh, with uh, with helping cancer patients, is such a great reminder of of this of time of being present of being aware of the fact that we are living the gift and that we we don't know when when it's going to end yeah so uh you mentioned these great people like gandhi and um mother teresa do you have some words of wisdom a quote that you really like about gratitude yes uh one of my favorite quotes is a by a gentleman by the name of Bruce Wilkinson. And he said, a moment of gratitude makes a difference in your attitude. And the reason why I love that quote so much is because whenever I find myself possibly being 
anxious or frustrated or just in a down down mode mood, I take a moment and just be grateful. Hey, what can I be grateful for in this moment right now? Whether that's me having the convenience of having a bottle of clean water in my hand, whether that's having some decent pair of shoes on my feet or being able to have a car to drive or a house to live in. In that moment when I shift the focus on being grateful for what I have, it changes my attitude instantly. I mean, I can literally be standing in line with 50 people and I will initially be frustrated like, oh man, they need to get more cashiers or whatever the case may be. And I take a moment and I'm thinking about, hey, I actually have money to be able to stand in this line to be able to buy what I'm about to buy. Like I, I should be grateful for this moment. And I believe when we focus on being grateful, it can literally change our mindset, our attitude, our outlook, our day, everything. I totally agree. And I've been there in that particular situation to, to wait in line. And it's so interesting when, when we are there, we can, we can choose from two kinds of experiences. We can choose to be frustrated. We can choose to maybe go to the manager and tell them that they are not managing the, uh, uh, the market right. Or we can feel grateful for the things that we were able to buy or we, we are going to pay for the, the abundance that we, we, we can find in that supermarket and that, you know, 100 years ago, we would have to travel like, I think, thousands of miles just to get half the basket that we get because the, the products are from all around the world and we just go and take them off the shelf and we, we take them home. So, yeah, I believe that this is a really great example and a great reminder for us all. But um, what, I, what I'm also curious about is how did you discover gratitude? I know that uh, you had some experiences that weren't really easy uh, when you were younger. And um, I'm really curious how you, you came to, to discover gratitude, the actual feeling, not just the, the idea or the concept. Yes, absolutely. So, man, so as I mentioned to you about my, my dad, um, how I was in a hospital with them. But the background to that story was my father was addicted to heroin. And when I was 10 years old, he no longer communicated with me. So I usually see him every day because my parents were married. They got a divorce when I was six years old. And I went from seeing my dad every day to every other weekend. And when I was 10 years old, I wrote him a note letting him know that I found out that he was doing drugs. And I left the note. I went home to my mom. He didn't see it until that evening. He called me that evening. My mom said, hey, your dad's on the phone. I picked up the phone and I heard the phone hang up. And I never heard from my, my father ever again until I was 17 years old wow. when I mustered up the courage with my cousin and I went to the house to try to rekindle a relationship. But it was extremely hard for me growing up as a child because I didn't get a phone call on my birthday or on Christmas. 
I was a menace for my mom. I was arrested at the age of 13. I got arrested for breaking and entering, loitering, trespassing, and vandalism. And I remember growing up feeling as if I did something wrong. I felt as if I was unwanted. And it was a very challenging time in my life. But again, with my faith, my mom being the mom that she is, I was able to turn things around. She was able to keep me grounded and work with me to shift my life around. But the moment of gratitude was when I was taking care of my dad and I was washing his back. And I remember growing up thinking he turned his back on me. He turned his back on me. And 18 years later, I'm washing the man's back that I felt turned his back on me. And in that moment, I did have um, some resentment because it, it, it was kind of hard for me, but I forgave him. And just being grateful that I still have a dad, that we were able to reconnect, that he was open to be, you know, be willing to communicate with me again. It's like, I spent a lot of my years not being grateful for the fact that I had a dad. And in that moment when I was washing his back is when I really had just this feeling of gratitude. Like there are people that don't have a dad right now. So it was crazy because my entire, not my entire life, but majority of my life, I had this anger towards my dad. And it wasn't until that moment that I was like, I need to be blessed that I have a father. I need to be blessed that I'm able to wash his back. And it's crazy because the most influential moment in my life happened from my father when we were in the hospital. So even though 18 years passed, it was as if those 18 years passed led to that one moment, but it was worth it because that one moment, that 22nd moment has just influenced just the way I look at life and just my hunger to help people. This is wonderful. I I can imagine how hard it must have been for you and the fact that you somehow managed to forgive and also to to reach for gratitude I think this is just I, I'm speechless I, I think I think it's something so powerful and so inspiring for us all because we we at times find it hard to to forgive people for small things exactly and, being able to to forgive your father for all of those things and being grateful for the fact that you still have or you still had him in your life that is just wow yeah thank you so um it's really not easy to to go in uh, in other directions from from this but um another thing that i wanted to ask you is before that experience if you could go back in time wh what would you tell your younger self about gratitude that's a good question if i was if i had the knowledge that i have now and i was able to go back in time hmm man that's a that was a challenging question i would tell myself that nathan that you can't allow your feelings to control you, that you have to be in control of every situation. 
to take ownership, not to shift the blame to someone else or blame someone else for your circumstances, that you are the person that's in control of your life and no one else. Because I believe that it's easy to blame someone else. It's easy to say, I did this because this happened to me when I was younger. But the reality is we're in control of our life. We are literally in the driver's seat. We always hear about self-made millionaires. At the end of the day, we're all self-made in some type of capacity. So I would tell myself at a younger age, Nathan, take control and take ownership of the situation. Even though I was a child, still take ownership because there's always something that we can look back and reflect on with ourselves. This is wonderful. We we can definitely learn a lot from this and uh, just by by being aware of our feelings and being aware of the fact that many of the things that we tell other people or that we think other people are doing to us are actually related to how we feel and to the feelings that we we already have inside and i believe taking responsibility for this is really powerful and as well as of course being able to forgive it can be really freeing because we we have these stories right uh i am like this because something happened i don't know how many years ago and being able to 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 find a way to forgive and to to reach out to to be uh responsible and to choose another story another way of continuing living your life is is something that's really inspiring and uh really powerful to to see um what i also wanted to to talk with you about and to ask you is if you have something that you do consistently to to become and to still be in a, every single day to be grateful yes absolutely so one practice that i do every day is i spend 5 minutes to find something to be grateful for so it's crazy because when you actually give attention to something you're able to really expand to really see how grateful you can be about something so for example i did this last week on my water jug and i didn't have any i, I was looking around and what can i be grateful for what can i be grateful for and i saw my water jug so i set my timer on my apple watch and i started off first by thanking god for giving the person who came up with this water bottle the the vision that they had i then thank the person who had the determination to create this water bottle for them to have the passion to reach out to different vendors to talk to them about their water bottle and how good it is i was thankful for the distributors to say you know what we're going to put this water bottle in our stores I was thankful for the truck drivers that drove the water jug to Costco. I was thankful for the people that work at Costco that put this on the shelves. I was thankful for the cashier who rung it up. So I spend 5 minutes a day finding one thing that I'm grateful for. And you will be amazed how far in depth you can get when it comes to being grateful. I mean, 
you think about things that you never thought about before and it takes it to another level where you start to look at life differently. It's not just what you see. It's so much more than what you actually see on the outside. It's so much more that's behind the scenes that we never think about, but makes us feel so appreciative for everything that we do have. I love it. I, I think this is a brilliant idea and I definitely encourage our listeners to try it out and actually do it right now. Like really find something um, and just go with it and see where it, it can take you because just one simple thing can really um, do a lot to, to, to your state and you can go so deep. It's so interesting. So uh, let's Let's actually do this exercise to, together right now. Most probably uh, our listeners are listening on uh, an iPhone or a smartphone, a smartphone of some kind. How would you approach this? Uh, approach it in terms of a, of a cell phone or just anything in general? Yeah, the cell phone, let's say, because I think this, this will be something that all of our listeners will have in common and it's really easy to relate to. Okay, absolutely. So I have an iPhone. So I'll start with an iPhone. So I would set my timer on my Apple Watch and then for five minutes and then I would take a moment, a minute to just do some deep breathing. And then I'll say, I want to thank Steve Jobs for coming up with the idea of starting an iPhone. I want to truly appreciate the fact that he saw something different. And even though it was different, he was still willing to pursue his passion. Not only was Steve Jobs willing to create the iPhone, but he then went to vendors in China to see, hey, would you guys be willing to make this for me? He found out different vendors to get the best price possible. He then knew that he had to get advertising. So we want to thank the people that was willing to advertise the iPhone, willing to put the um, advertisements on the internet, on the TV, and in the subways, things like that. We want to be thankful for the people that ship the uh, iPhones from China over to the U.S. We want to then be thankful for the people that took them off the docking stations and then the people that delivered them into the stores for us to buy them. We want to be thankful for the workers at the store, if you bought it online, the people that packaged the iPhone. We want to be thankful for the company that offers us the service, whether you have it through AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, we want to thank them. We want to thank them for being able to have the cell phone service so we can actually communicate with our family and friends. We want to thank the opportunity of having a, a charger that's rechargeable so we don't have to buy batteries the, the, the every, every week to put into our cell phone. We want to be thankful for the charger. We want to be thankful to be able to have speaker phones. So if we, if we have our hands tied that we can just hit a button and we can still talk to someone. I mean, we can get so in depth on what we can be appreciative about it. It's mind boggling. So we should never be in a state of not being grateful because just having life, looking at anything and everything is something to be grateful for. I think this is brilliant and I'm really happy that you did this with us because I'm sure this will give our listeners lots and lots of ideas on uh, how they can do gratitude uh, in a different way, most probably than they ever thought that they could. And 
appreciating so many things like like i was thinking about what i could appreciate about my iphone but i for instance the one with the batteries i think this is this is brilliant like i didn't think that in the past if i wanted to to be able to to, to speak and to use my my telephone my iphone i would have needed uh, to buy new batteries and i would have needed i don't know to stock on them to to make a stock or something like this but right now i just i just put it in in a, in the socket and it's it works like magic and yeah i, I can add a few things on on the iphone idea but uh I won't I won't go there right now. So one thing that I really love about iPhones and uh Max is the fact regarding to to battery life is the fact that um uh, I have great battery life and they charge really really fast and that's for me it's wow I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. Um I think this one was very very good for for us all and uh, I will be pursuing this idea as well to see where it can lead with different things it's it's really brilliant and I hope that our listeners will adopt this too um but we are nearing the end of our time together and I wanted to ask you who are you grateful for like who are the people in your life that had the positive influence that you would like to mention Thank you. Um, I would definitely say first, I'm extremely appreciative of God. And uh, I would say my wife, she has definitely been my support system, the wind beneath my wings, my family, especially my mom and my friends. And I'm appreciative of you giving me this opportunity on being on your podcast to make an impact hopefully in other people's lives to just be grateful for what they have and not to waste time and to invest it doing something, helping other people. This is indeed really inspiring. And I, I'm wondering also, um, where can people find you? Where can our listeners see your work and uh, get in touch with you? Yes, absolutely. So I can be reached at my website, nathancook.com and that's n-a-t-h-a-n-c-o-o-k.com and for those who need help when it comes to accomplishing a goal i created something called the success board and the website is the successboard.com and it gives an easy blueprint to accomplish goals and makes it motivating and fun along the way all right perfect so is there something that uh, you wanted to, to add that I, I didn't ask you? Some idea that you would like to, to end this interview with? I would like to end it with a quote that I came up with. And the quote is, the longer we continue to procrastinate, the longer we allow time to rob us of destiny. So I feel as if that we only get to live one time and I just want people to pursue their passions, their dreams and our dreams and our passions should always be involved with helping other people. And regardless if it might not seem possible or probable, still pursue it anyway, because we never know what type of impact that we may have on the world. This is the perfect way of ending this, this um, interview. Thank you so much for being here with us, Nathan. 
I really appreciate you sharing so many amazing stories and so many inspiring thoughts. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Georgian. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes.